This is session zero, which I'm now realizing is gamer parlance and not not podcast parlance. Of uh, we're calling this. They're all going to laugh at him, and this is a Adam Sandler extended universe podcast. I guess would be the simplest way to say it. That's not a simple way to say it, Alex. And probably the first thing that we should do after we say the name. Mm, our names, right? Is our names. Yes, our names. our names are important. Hi, my name is Jess. And I am Alex. And we live together. I, I want to say, I think I should say my, I'm Alex Sprague. Oh, I'm just Geyer. Yeah. Yes. I guess, I guess we, we're, we're past the point of no return on that one. Yeah. I, and I also just said that we live together, but we are also engaged. Yeah. Which I feel is also a necessary thing to add. So it doesn't just sound like we're roommates. I mean, technically we are roommates. Yeah, but we're not like Chuck and Larry roommates. They're, they were also getting married. I have not seen that movie. Yeah, we are going to watch a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. I, I was trying right, to segue let's... back in. but Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get into basically what we're doing is we're going to not only watch a lot of Adam Sandler movies, we're going to watch every movie Adam Sandler is related to, and we're doing it one every single day until we're done. Because we currently live in the quarantine times of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and I think that we also hate ourselves a little bit. And I, I'm saying that I'm already setting it up to be like a we hate Adam Sandler thing, but we Yeah, don't. that's the thing is really, I think we came at this. I originally had this idea to just see what he's up to um, on a earlier failed podcast I made. Failed as in I gave up on it after the first episode because it was a lot of work. It was the perfect episode. Yeah. I mean, one perfect episode and then you just quit. The thing getting ready for this I've noticed is everyone loves to hate Adam Sandler and they feel so good about it that like it makes me feel bad. Yeah. Very self-righteous about their distaste for Adam Sandler. How many people have you like like mentioned Adam Sandler too and they were like oh my god I hate Adam Sandler all of my uh like air quotes friends have done that to me when I like brought up an Adam Sandler movie and then their response is always you know I'm so smart I love Billy Madison that movie was great but all his new stuff terrible which is so funny because to me a lot of his newer movies I think are just better made I've seen less of them, which is part of it might be because I'm not 12 anymore. I don't see every single comedy movie that comes out. I'm not really sure. Maybe they're better. Maybe he's bored with stuff. I want to get into that a lot as we get there. We have about 45 (laughs) days until we hit his uh, real quote unquote terrible stuff. I also, though, don't want to take that idea that Adam Sandler is good secretly and say that that's what this is about because I don't actually know that. I know he's made a lot of really bad movies, but is it I'm not 12 anymore bad, or is it like he's doing it on purpose? Yeah, I think we can agree that, though, he is a very funny person. I think, like, his career, especially his his career at SNL, really shows you that he is a funny person, He's he's a good comedian, but at what time period is he a good comedian? Is he a forever good comedian? Or was is he just really like a flash in the pan? Yeah, was like was it just like the early '90s zeitgeist or what? 
I think part of what we'll be discussing a lot is the fact that he's still working with basically the same group of dudes he's been working with since 1995. And that probably has changed how they view comedy, because it's been their job their entire adult life. And I think they've been rich from it their entire adult life, so that's a little interesting. And it's kind of an insular community of comedians and actors. I mean, they do bring on fresh people every once in a while, but I think those fresh people are <laughs> rich comedians and actors, so... Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, there there is a lot of weird discourse on Adam Sandler, because when we were looking for names for this podcast, a lot of them had been taken already. Yeah, um, there was Enter the Sandlerverse was our first idea, um, mm-hmm. which was taken... Um, I don't think it's on anymore. We don't want to step on anyone's toes, though. So if they are doing it, we're not going to, like, you know, name our podcast something that's already a thing, like some people might. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Why do you think I was Googling it? There was someone else that did uh, Billy Gilmore, which was my second name idea, the opposite of Happy Madison. It was was my name idea. Oh, it was your name idea. I don't want you to steal my credit. Legally... Soon, all your ideas are 50% mine, though, so. That's true. Yeah. Um, just legally speaking. Yeah. Um, but theirs was very much a anti-Sandler podcast. Then there was Enter Sandman. There's just a lot of negativity about the man. Like, people are making a hundred episode podcast that's all, that's called, like, please don't make any more movies, we all hate you. Yeah. Which is wrong. I got two numbers that I wanted to throw out there, which was more movies, uh, according to Metacritic, that Adam Sandler has made, have a zero on Metacritic than above a 50%. That's wild. Yeah. Here's the thing. Only four of his movies have ever lost money in the box office. One of those was the one above 50%, and the other other above 50% only made $2 million. Oh, that's a shame. But the interesting thing about that is, you know, which of these movies are making the most? It's all stuff people hate for the most part. Quote unquote hate. So, you know, your grown ups, your your pixels, which I think was the most hated movie I've seen people talk about. Paul Blart Mall Cop, Mr. Deeds. These all made like over a hundred million dollars and people hate them, apparently. The fact that Rain Over Me made twenty two million dollars shows people have no taste in my opinion. <laughs> or they've never heard of that movie because it was his first like not I, I, maybe it wasn't his first serious movie but that's what i think about as his first serious movie and you know we're gonna get into a little bit too about adam sandler just a little bit briefly on this episode adam sandler as a person but i looked up just just so i could refresh this was just adam sandler controversy because i know there have been a couple of controversies with some of his films um but the first thing that comes up is Adam Sandler is awful and it's our fault from Washington Post. Um, and like, <laughs> like, is it something weird about people refusing to like a comedy because they think other people will like make fun of them? Is it the they're all going to laugh at you? If I went out and said I like Adam Sandler, or is everyone going to laugh at me? Is that what I should be worried about? That's what, it, that's what it feels like. There are so many things that people enjoy that suck hard, you know? <laughs> like most things, yeah. Yeah. T- to be fair, in my my fandom life, I have loved Keanu Reeves since 
the year 1999. Probably before it. I, don't, I know for sure he was my favorite actor when I was seven. And a lot of people think, oh, but everyone loves Keanu Reeves. They think he's great. Blah, blah, blah. Try liking that man in the year 2002. Everyone talked about how he's the worst actor. He's the, the worst thing that's ever happened to movies. He's wooden, blah, blah, blah. It was all hate for this person. And now people are like, no, he's great. He's always been pretty cool. There's nothing wrong with him. I think we're going to see a Renaissance Sanders. Can I? Sandersance? I think we're going to see a Sandersance. Sandlersance. Sandlersance. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's. there's just like a lot of hate for this guy. Now, there are a lot of things to dislike about him. Like, obviously, a lot of his jokes are incredibly dated and many of them are offensive if you look back at um many of his many of his um stand-up routines and um movies in the past and even recently like with the the what was it the ridiculous six there was a big racism controversy that was the one i was specifically looking for hmm. and seen it, of but... course i mean he's a republican and he's super rich yeah and i mean rich people One, uh, we're going to, I think, only say this during this episode. Yes. We're not really going to pay attention to Adam Sandler as the person. We're thinking of him as an artist. If you agree with the politics of millionaires, you're wrong. And that's our opinion. And that's like, don't do that. It's probably a bad idea. (laughs) And that's really all there is to that, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I, I don't care that he's a Republican, really, because I'm not looking for him for political advice. I don't think he would be someone who'd go out there and tell you uh, how to make everything in the world better. He would probably play a guitar and make some dumb jokes. That's that's about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe 59 episodes from now I'm going to be like, man, you were so naive and he was really trying to tell us something horrible the whole time. But I doubt it. <laughs> if you play all of Adam Sandler's movies backwards. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's oh. it's just this it's an album by sticks actually. That was a oh good joke. That was, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. Um little known facts. He loves sticks apparently. I read his Wikipedia page. I I've not picked up on that yet, but we'll see. Interesting. My opinion on Adam Sandler, I I have a fondness because every Thanksgiving my dad will play the Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler. And my sister and he and I will just, like, sit there and giggle about it. And that, you know, it warms my heart. And I I think that the song is really funny. And there are, like, so many when I was looking through the um, Happy Madison uh, Productions films, there are a lot that I have very positive memories tied to. Um, And I actually have felt kind of that pressure to not to say, like, to not say that I like Adam Sandler movies, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I haven't really watched a lot of them. Yeah, I, uh, I've i never really listened to his music, actually. Um, I'm a big fan of the craft of comedy, and I watch a weird amount of that type of stuff. And overall, I have a positive feeling towards his movies, mostly because I really like Rain Over Me. I think it's one of the best movies I've seen, and... Uh, Grandma's Boy is one of the best comedy movies ever made. Um, something that he only Happy Madison Productions did. It's not really his baby, but he's basically the reason it exists. It's a very video game centric uh, 
movie, which you don't see, and you definitely didn't see back in 2006, I think. Now, I want to be clear that you're talking about Rain Over Me and not Grandma's Boy when it comes to video game-centric movies. Actually, both are. Well, did you know? Wait, oh. They're, oh. they're both about video games. Gotcha. Man, is, is that why I like both those movies? That's why you if, like both those movies. If it turns out Rain Over Me's bad, I'm going to feel like such a dunce. <laughs> oh, I hope Rain Over Me is good still, man. See, uh, I feel the same way about Jack and Jill. Oh. If it turns out that movie was bad. <laughs> so I think uh, when we talked about it, Jack and Jill's the only movie we've both turned off before. Yeah. Um, not together. We watched it at separate times. And I, I have a theory already about it, but you'll hear that theory in, what, 40 episodes? Yeah, I guess. So why don't you talk about what we are going to be watching? Because you just said 40 episodes, and that's a lot of movies, Alex. Yeah, right now we're looking at 59 movies. Uh, what we're going to be watching is every movie he's written, produced, or starred in, not just a bit character. He had to have starred in it. And every movie produced by Happy Madison Productions. Stand-up specials, TV shows, and SNL stuff we're not going to be watching. Um, CDs also we're not going to be watching. We might actually listen to them supplementary, but we're not going to have a full uh, episode about it. Each movie I'm going to be giving a San Lair rating to. This is my patent-pending way of saying how important it is to the overall Sandlerverse. Now, I wanted to interrupt you here because when you had said Sandlayer to me at the beginning of this, like before you wrote it down, I thought you meant L-A-I-R. And I was like, what's a Sandlayer? Like, is that well, yeah, it's <laughs> Adam Sandler how, lives? <laughs> it's how deep into the Sandlayer he created it goes. Um, basically, though, one to three stars. It's going to be uh, one star is a kind of on the peripheral movie. It's involves the sandman but his creative input to it would have been limited um that would have been a wedding singer type movie he starred in it but it doesn't seem like he produced or wrote anything but it seems important to his movie canon so we're gonna check that out uh, a two-star one is stuff that's made by happy madison or directly had creative control by adam sandler in it um <laughs> the movie Bucky Larson is what I wrote down as an example for that. Uh, Grandma's Boy would also be an example of that. And then uh, a three-star is a core core memory for Adam Sandler. It, <laughs> core memory. It's where he's writer, producer, it's a happy Madison, and he's an actor. Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are both going to be in that because Happy Madison was made from those movies. But yeah, every movie his production made and that he wrote and starred in and all that is going to be a three-star. That's the rating system. Not with how good it is, just how important it is to the whole thing. Yeah, we're. I don't know if we're actually going to give these movies ratings. We might end up ranking them, because that's just like what you do with movies, you know? But really, what I'm interested in doing... Um, well, originally, when we were talking about this, was figuring out the Sandlerverse. How are, how are these co movies connected into, you know, a web of cinematic universe a la marvel mcu stuff you know except i thought about it more in the way uh like an artist does this like what's sandler's orange period where he really got into things that were you know about being poor 
I know he has things like that. Or like his blue period, which is all about trying to bang your teacher, which is something he does a lot of, if I remember correctly. Ugh. That's like a core. <laughs> that's a core theme in a lot of his movies. Oh, no. Don't worry, though. It's normally him having to go back to school because he's a big old dummy. Um, and oh, still like the ethical <laughs> practicalities. <laughs> if I remember correctly, though, he tries to bang his kindergarten teacher when he's like a grown man, but it's after he graduates high school, so it's fine. I don't remember too much the plot of most of these movies, but, but <laughs> that's... I cannot picture any grown woman who would want to date a boy that went to her kindergarten class. No, no, because... no. You're, you're not understanding what oh, happened. Oh, oh, oh. I get she, it. I, as I an understand. adult, he went back to school. Right. That's that's the Never movie. mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, except that I do think you just said the plot to another movie of his. Oh, no. Where I, th- I don't know. I might be wrong, but I think he has kids with his high school teacher in one of the movies. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into how we're going to analyze these movies. Yeah. And I really like what you said about like kind of digging into it is like, how does this set up in a, how are these movies set up in a canon of Adam Sandler and like looking at those periods, especially because we're going to do this chronologically. And this is kind of my area of expertise is, you know, delving into a text and and bringing up themes and symbols and, and analyzing it with different literary techniques because I am and this will explain my visceral reaction to the previous conversation an English teacher I I enjoy doing that and I and I find myself doing that just when I read any book or when I when I play video games or when I watch movies it brings me enjoyment to understand a text more deeply I think I'm gonna I'm gonna help bring the very surface level uh understanding of the movies i'm going to be writing down marking off every time i laugh and or cry in a movie and i'm going to be trying to follow the the connections and references that he makes and that the movies make i want to see if there is like he has he has kind of a a hatred of x or like the fact that so many of his movies are based around sports (laughs) <laughs> we get to psychoanalyze Sandler. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> the thing is, I I am guessing now, I don't think Adam Sandler has any care for pop culture. I think he doesn't pay attention to it. I think that is going to be why so many people hate him in the long run. See, I incredibly disagree, because I... I am coming into this with the assumption that Adam Sandler really does have his finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist. And I think that his movies will reflect that zeitgeist, whether or not it is with the pop culture, but at least in the themes that we're getting to be looking at. I don't know. Maybe the zeitgeist of 40-year-old rich white men, which is his, you know, most of his crew and are in most of his movies. I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot about what they'd like. Um, I'm, sure. I'm interested to see how much movies that come out in like 2012, like I've never seen Grown Ups, but I bet they play Motley Crue in it, you know, like, oh. like they, I bet they, they have old music, 80s stuff, uh, stuff that they grew up with and liked mm-hmm. stuff like that's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm going to try to write down what songs I notice. That would be fun too. Yeah. And I also want to make it clear that I'm not going to 
necessarily be nice to all these movies either because one of the ways I like to analyze and critique films is through a feminist and queer lens. And as I said before, there are many problematic elements with these movies. So just because I say that it is tapped into a zeitgeist and it is, you know, a project of a person who comes from a specific, you know, ring of society doesn't really give uh, an excuse for a lot of that. Yeah. um, And on that note, I think we should mention we're going to be putting out a call for uh, people who might have different views than us. And the types of comedy that they do, and if they have any connections with Adam Sandler movies, that they can come on and discuss stuff with us. Um, we're going to keep it mostly pretty light and kind of get, I don't know, weird and silly with our review. More than like, here's my five-page essay on why this is uh, King Ramsey II. I don't know. <laughs> some boring stuff. It's not going to be some boring stuff, hopefully. It's going to be mostly, like, hey, you notice how he hates slides? Um I, I don't know yet because I haven't seen the movies. I've actually seen, I think, fairly few uh, Adam Sandler movies when it comes down to it. But uh, yeah, we're, you can check our Twitter. We're going to be uh, putting up that call for action when this is up. So send us a note. Maybe you can be on if you don't give out bad vibes or if we have time, depending on one of the two. I already have a few people who are going on. So if you really want to be on the little Nikki episode, you're out of luck. Or the Master of Disguise episode. <laughs> the, two two movies, I think, that people were claiming, like, man, those are the two Adam Sandler movies I really like. <laughs> hey, on this list, I was just going to say, The Master of Disguise is probably my favorite one on this, but I know in my heart of hearts that it is not a good movie. I know this, but it's still my favorite. I mean, I think that's, we're going to talk a lot about the nature of what is a good movie. But my favorite movie, probably Grandma's Boy, maybe Rain Over Me. I've seen Grandma's Boy a lot more times than Rain Over Me. So what movie are you the most excited to watch that you haven't seen yet? It might be Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, just because of... Uh, Till the, Death to Us Blart. Yeah, the, the internal podcast. That is my Thanksgiving tradition, is to listen to that on the way up. Um, yeah. And I've never seen it, so I'm... I'm excited. I think, though, I have never seen The Wedding Singer, and I think I'll like that movie. So that's what I'm excited for. I am actually excited to watch Hotel Transylvania, (laughs) the series. I've been secretly wanting to watch it, but I'm embarrassed, too. But now I have an excuse. Yeah, you you like animation and vampires, so we're excited. I I like both of them. Yes, I do. And I think it will be cute to watch. All right. So what's your uh, what's your least excited movie on the list? Oh, um, I am really not excited to watch Click again. I know that. <laughs> um, but I don't think that that's my least excited movie. I am actually the least excited to watch The Cobbler because it sounds so boring. <laughs> I I think this might seem strange. But I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen a movie where Rob Schneider was the lead, but I just can't imagine a world where I would enjoy it. Like the hot chick sounds like the worst movie of all time. Oh my god, it's such a bad movie. <laughs> I saw it at a slumber party. I'll tell that story later too. Although <laughs> I've seen actually I've seen a lot of these movies that I have seen on this list. I watched them at slumber parties. That makes sense. I saw Joe Dirt for the first time at a slumber party. Love that movie. 
That movie that, was great. That was one I one I saw at a slumber party. Um, that one, the hot chick. Um, I saw it. Um, oh, the house bunny. The house bunny was the other one that I saw at a slumber party. Man, cool friends growing up. Um, <laughs> that was rude. That was very rude. That was rude. Yeah. <laughs> but you did name off three, just ten out of ten movies. Wait, well, tell me, what's your rating out of ten of the house bunny? I'm not. There is no rating. I don't remember the movie at all. You have to keep in mind, too, that I was a very, um, that was the time in my life that I was discovering that I was bisexual. So, (laughs) it's a very confusing time in my life to watch the house bunny at a slumber party. Wait. Oh, getting real, getting real personal here on the podcast. Oh, I I guess you were like 17 when that came out. I was going to say, that seems a little late (laughs) to come out for that, but it makes sense. Hey, first song in it, I Want Candy by Bow Wow Wow. So, you know, it's probably a great movie. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll see. I <laughs> guess I... Te- oh, well, it has Avril Lavigne's Girlfriend, which is a 10 out of 10 song. So, never mind. Okay. A movie that is on this list that I feel like I should have seen, but I haven't yet. I mean, I really don't think that there is any. I think a lot of the ones... But to be fair, I don't know between these movies, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore... And, like, Big Daddy and Mr. Deeds. I could not tell you the plot of those movies for the life of me. I'm sure that I haven't seen all of them, but in my mind, they are the same movie. And that is not true. So, some of those movies, at least one, I have not seen. I I am confused by that still. I'm assuming you haven't seen Mr. Deeds, but, like, I've seen all those movies, like, four or five times because I was, you know, ten by the time they had all come out. So I watch all of them all the time. Well, what's a movie that you are not looking forward to watching other than The Hot Chick, which you uh, berated me over? Um, probably Spanglish. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds like the opposite of my type of movie. I don't know anything about it, but like it sounds <laughs> like, like very boring. It sounds like if 50 First Dates didn't have like a kind of funny pre- like thing going for it. It just sounds like one first date, and she happens to speak Spanish, <laughs> which, like, I think that's that's a good uh, what we're gonna do. We're watching all yeah. fifty nine. We're doing one a day this time, July. I'll never talk to you guys again, except you. I'll probably talk to you, but yeah, you know, the oh, people listening. I was gonna say, gosh, well, um, you can find me at at Joska. That's J A W S K A on Twitter. And I'm at Kitty Crusade. Not going to spell it. It's what it sounds like. Um, and we, our company is Wannabe Games. We normally make games, but instead we're playing a game where we watch 59 movies in a row. We have some cool stuff there. You can check it out. Our website's www.wannabegames.com. Does anyone ever put the W's in? That's, that felt awkward. It was awkward. I uh, was going to ask uh, you why you did that. Yeah. It, is there... Is there a website that doesn't have the W's in it? Interesting question. I'll look it up later. I'll let you guys know. Um, you brain flooded me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, other than that, we'll have some some more stuff for you next time. The first movie we're going to be watching is called Going Overboard. Uh, it seems to star Adam Sandler's. Sandler. Sandler's. <laughs> uh, it's a 1989 film. Um it on Wikipedia, it was under the category sex comedy. Um, 
So hopefully it's not Porky's because that movie is not fun to watch. Uh, and it has 11% on Metacritic. And it's a, it's a one-star Sandler, Sandlayer movie because it only stars him, nothing else. Just one layer of sand. One star's worth. Yeah, one, one Patrick of Spongebob parlance. Do you know Spongebob Squarepants is his favorite animated character? No, it doesn't surprise me that that is his favorite animated character. That seems very on brand. It might be mine. Spongebob? Yeah. Mine's Scooby-Doo for sure. <laughs> Whatever. Bunch of stoners. So do, do we have an outro that's going to play? Yeah, I'm going to play... No! They're all going to laugh at you! <laughs> okay. Because my only other idea was a, a song I wrote about Sandman, so that, that doesn't work. Wait, what? I, I tried to to write a song while we were sitting here that was about, you know, the word Sandman, because that's what people call him. And I just took the two best songs about Sandman and put them together into something that can't be, uh, get us sued. <laughs> let me, let me give it a shot. It's, so, what was it? It's a dun 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 Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest you've ever seen. Give him an exit line like roses and clovers. Take my hand, we're off to never, never land. That's the whole thing. It's weird, right? I like that. <laughs> Alright, just put put some cool uh, guitars behind it. I'll do that. I'm Jess. I'm Alex. Like, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>